Hi, Mike Sarah here from Customer States. If you're searching for the highest quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the Justice Brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw, performing a complete fuel system treatment and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. Travis Ferris of Hit Distributing is not only Southern California's authorized Justice Brothers distributor, but also a great friend of mine. Over the years, Travis has helped me and my dealership with anything and everything we need, including all the lines of Justice Brothers products and even equipment to perform the various services we may need for our specific application. HIT stands for honesty, integrity, and trust, so you know when you contact Travis, that's exactly what you'll get. That, combined with Justice Brothers supplying superior quality automotive products since the 1940s and 75 years in the racing industry, you will have absolutely everything at your disposal to get the job done. Justice Brothers is proudly made in the USA, and they have a satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Justice Brothers has the best quality products over any other competitor, and they'll gladly tell you that themselves. If you live in the Southern California area, call my man, Travis Ferris, at 805-208-7818. And if you don't, call him anyway and tell him I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. Welcome back to another riveting episode of Customer States. It is another Friday, which means... Okay, can we just talk about Jake single-handedly opening his? That was very impressive. A one-hand open. I've got big, meaty hands. You've got technique. (laughs) Big, meaty hands. (laughs) As always, guys, I am Jake Rikus. Been in the automotive field for, well, service advisor for about three years. Um, but I've been working on cars, loving cars and appreciating cars since I was a wee little kid. Uh, to my left, the producer extraordinaire is Kevin. Oh, hey, what's up? Hi. Um, Are you in the hazy today? I'm, I'm, I'm here. (laughs) I'm I'm barely here. Yeah. Um, it's been, it's been a week. I don't do anything for the automotive industry except harass it. And uh, I've been doing that for 15 plus years, probably. So, um, yeah, to my left is Mike Sarah. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Mike Sarah. This is the Customer States Podcast. We talk about everything in the automotive industry. Um, I am the uh, senior master technician, shop foreman, transmission technician. And as I always say, I wear many hats. I was just going to say, don't forget your hats. Oh, all of the hats. <laughs> and to my left is the warranty wizard herself, Allie Paul. What's up, guys? This is Allie. I have been in the warranty field of the warranty automotive field. industry, warranting those claims. Administrating those warranties. <laughs> Administrating warranting those the warranties fields. For, sorry, I had to set my drink down. For 10 years, 11 years, 11 years. Oh. But who's counting? <laughs> yeah just you never want to count (laughs) so it was a hell of a week oh should we introduce our fifth member we have had these things flying off the shelf since we introduced them last week i was gonna say solid week of sales so really appreciate it guys you guys are awesome thank you so much keep hitting us up um and now you have a little member of your own yeah you guys have the experience. A little piece of us in here. <laughs> <laughs> Ali's like, I'll do a, I'll do a spit track. It's like a little piece of us inside you. Love you. Uh, phrasing. I was yeah. gonna say like in your uh, like tool phrasing? box, like in your box, and I was like, oh yeah, maybe not. Yeah, stick it in your box. It's a good place for <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a. Uh, it was, it was a, a week. It was a testing week. I got to be honest. There's there's those ones that you remember, and this was this is going to be one of those weeks. Yeah, I, after I after some... the holiday, especially, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I learned some things about myself this week. Did you know? Uh, yeah. Do you did you get the um, Monday off? No, I did not. I had to work Monday. <laughs> Monday off. That's funny. Yeah. I, no observed holidays for the automotive industry. No, everybody had to work Monday in, as far as I know, in, in our industry. Yeah. In your industry. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> what, what do you do, Kevin? 
something way cooler than me. <laughs> yeah, cooler than me too, to be honest. Production lighting and rigging. Yeah, yeah big boy yeah, Legos. Cool. Yeah, big boy Legos. Big boy life. Legos. Right I, now, right now, I'm building the uh, the mazes at Universal Studios Hollywood for Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, nice. Yeah, doing the lighting in that shit. You're building them fun. already. Yeah, we're we're started. Insert, Jesus. insert beep noise here because I'm pretty sure that's confidential. <laughs> no, not at all. We're we're building mazes. That's fine. Oh, okay. I yeah, mean, yeah. you could go to the park and see like yeah, yeah. You I'm know, waiting to people. It. They're yeah. like, oh, 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 yeah. Any any douchebag with a drone can also figure it out too. And not over that space. Not over that space. What Universal? Yeah. Good luck with that shit. Yeah. Really? Oh, it's yeah. a no fly zone. I don't know. Well, what do you? Well, I mean. I already applied to be one of the snipers that shoots the drones down. Nice. <laughs> How did that go? Are we starting a new podcast? We, we, we've gotten your application, and we'll give you a call. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we've taken your we've taken your application into account. We'll call you. <laughs> but uh, so, what was it? I'm behind. It was it the week? Was it last week or the week before last that we talked about manager shit? Uh, I think it was a, a couple weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So that, let's see. So and you talk about new management, right? Right, new yeah. management. Yeah. So yeah, we, the change. We yep. have had yep. the Power. we have had the new manager now for two weeks. So the first week or the first official day that he was there, he <clears throat> has a managerial approach. A basically pull the pin in the grenade, chuck it, and see what happens. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, and what I was talking with you guys is how, you know, I said he seems like a consultant. He doesn't really seem to kind of have the service manager attitude. Like, you know... Attitude. attitude. You know what? You really need to shape up your attitude. attitude. <laughs> your service manager. What's Miss, up, Comanche, Texas? Miss, Miss starts with a D because I have no idea if she wants this username on this. Probably. Um, so there you go. So Mrs. D, um, she, she's she been calling us a bunch because we've got your Miata that you guys are trying to throw on the certified lot or the used car lot. Used car lot. It's like a 99 Miata. And no, the, no one tells me nothing. Yeah. So I don't really the, think about a he's Miata. He's not a salesperson, okay? The, uh, the top doesn't work. So we've got one of our techs figuring out why the top doesn't go down and some other things. So she's been calling us a bunch. But Fucking cage it, bro. <laughs> so this is the topless model. Enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, you know, like that thing would not sell so fast. Like the first kid that went on lot is like, oh yeah, like I'm gonna get a twenty thousand dollar car. It's me a brand new shitty whatever the fuck. And then there's this like caged out Miata for mm -hmm. fifteen. Oh my god, can you bro. imagine? Yeah, hundred like, percent hot cake. But like when she calls, like when she calls and she's got everything lined up and she knows what's going on, it's like okay, that's what a service manager should be like. She's she's very good. Yeah, very and good her job. and she's nice when she's in a good mood. It's like because she's called when she's like you know she's busy and she's pissed off at something and you can tell. It's like if you don't have good news for. Her, don't piss her off any extra. Hey, I can tell that's she's good for her well, because no one will fuck with her when. Well, and that's the point. Why, you, Jake, I don't know whatever you're talking about. <laughs> she's. You can tell she's a woman of business, and don't get in front of that. That's what I'm getting. This is pure respect. It's just she's got. She knows what she's doing. She knows what she wants. If she's having a bad day, don't fuck with her. Period. Sure. But that's how I. Ex that's how I expect a good service manager to be. It's no bullshit. You're going to get sometimes when they're either pissed or they're angry, whatever the fact, but at least you know the job's being done right. Right. Yeah. Our new manager, literally the first day he came in, when our other service manager left, he, you know, walks in and, or the day before, he's like, you know, tomorrow or this was actually on a Friday, on Monday is my first official day. And he looked at us and he's like, you guys better buckle up because there's going to be some changes. Uh, that's, that's, that's not a way to start. Okay, so a conversation. So that's the thing. So first off, it's like that's how we started it. He didn't tell us anything. It nothing. We're all like, okay, well, what are you going to change? And he's like, you guys will figure it out. We're like the hell you mean we're going to figure it out? So we show up on Monday. Number one, he has increased. We oh yeah, podcast Pucci. Hi beans. Hi beans. Um, Frijolito. <laughs> Frijolito. <laughs> did, did you, say, by the way, did you send that one special recording to your buddy? 
Oh yes. How do you? <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, let's not. Should uh, we talk about? No, we're well, not talking let's about talk that. Talk about that off air. Well, I'm not going to say we'll what talk it was, about but that later. But either way, um, Ali <laughs> <laughs> should have had a V8. If everything you're doing is bad, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Ali so, and I just high fived off. Yes, we did. So he increased Poorly, our. Appointment capabilities. So we use, we can either set appointments or you've got your online scheduler where people can just go onto the website and say, I want this at this time. Right. Yeah. He increased our appointment capabilities or ability to have appointments made, not by us, by 30%. We do not have any new techs. We do not have any new equipment. We don't have any open bays, nothing. So that's how he starts it. And he doesn't tell us until Monday. We walk in and it is about 30% more appointments. So that's the first. The next big change 30% that we're... 30% more money. What do you mean? Uh-huh. So That's what management and everybody sees. Right. So that's the first buckle up, get ready. The second one that hit real hard for us is the fact that... Uh, <laughs> I mean, um, my tech is in the hospital. One of them. Another one on Monday that we found out is he just didn't show. So that was two people down for the brand new start of that many more appointments. Right. Yeah. Also, the way that our dispatching works that we have done for. You guys have dispatching? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> take that very <laughs> mildly. It's my buddy. Do you buddy. have bookers? What the hell does that mean? Okay. Yeah. You were about Question to be like, what, what's oh, a booker? Oh, we have had this. Yes. <laughs> we have. Sorry. I'm sorry. So we used to. So my dispatcher, Kurt, who is a prominent listener and he supports us, is he's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Kurt. Yes. So he does, he's good Hashtag at, sell the bell. he's good at what he does in the sense of if it is done his way, everything's fine. You hit some road or roadblocks, but it moves on the, the new way, oh boy, the new way that we are doing this is there's, or how Kurt, or we've done this for about 30 years is we have ASAPs and we have waiters. What's the, the difference? The waiters go first. They're actually sitting there. Sitting there waiting. Sitting there the waiting. Yeah. So they take priority. The ASAPs, we basically put them, you know, we can basically ask, when do you want this at what time? And we can kind of flow with it. It would either say waiter or ASAP. We were able to work as a team to flow it out with our size of our operation. How many techs we have. The customers are happy. They don't wait any longer than they have to. Waiters are still the same. ASAPs are not. The way that ASAPs work now is the longest one who has been there will get priority. It does not matter what time they are going to pick up, which is wrong, number one. Number two is... Why is that wrong? Because you'll have some, like, if, let's say, you've got somebody who's like, oh, I'm going to pick up at 5 o'clock today, and you've got one who's like, I'm going to pick up at 1 o'clock. If that 5 has been there mm. longer than the 1, that gets priority, and that makes zero goddamn yeah, sense. That's, that's not the way that's supposed to work. No. So that's the next big red flag. And then third, we had it set because we've got a smaller operation, and we found a sweet spot of how many appointments we can take. We hand them out one by one. Here's this, plenty of time for upsells. If something's wrong, we can discuss it with the customer. It's everything's fine. Nobody's rushed. The customer understands we're good. It's a nice, smooth operation. That has changed. Now, when a tech walks in, you get two waiters and two ASAPs. Here's four tickets. You get to decide as a tech how you want to work on them. Oh, first thing in the morning, here you go. It's it, ju is... it just continues with that, and you're not allowed to do anything else. That's, yeah. It's absolutely horseshit, dude. And so today, the way that it worked is with 30 more percent, we couldn't do upsells because there was no time. Last week, earlier in the week, we had three customers pull up into our service drive that left. They walked into the office, said, are you guys really this busy? What's changed? We yeah. said, new management. They're like, boo. They're like, peace out. <laughs> they smacked the microphone they and did. left. They smacked me. <laughs> they here. they <laughs> smacked me. They, they walked in and they're like, what's going on? And we're like, well, new management. There's some new things going on and we're incredibly busy. They're like, well, how long is it going to be? And we usually quote about an hour to an hour and a half. And that's enough. Now we're all like, it's going to be two, two and a half so, plus so hours. There in lies the problem that with increased volume, you have less time to focus on each customer. Correct. And for smaller dealerships like yours, the customers that you have yep. really like that small dealership feel or yep. that small shop feel and the time that you can spend with the customers. So yep. unfortunately you're shooting yourself in the foot because a hundred percent volume through. And the I, I also have like another part of this question or 
comment, you know, again, in, in, in the same sense that you're shooting yourself in the foot by trying to bring in the volume of customers without having the ability to take care of the customers. Mm -hmm. Now that you brought in that volume, you can't take care of the customers mm -hmm. you already had before. Yep. Okay. So now <clears throat> without being too specific, can you tell me how many technicians total that you have? And I use that in quotations because I'm including lube techs. If you have dedicated lube techs and also like your technician technicians versus five, five technician technicians, one lube guy. So six people, six bodies total. Yep. Correct. And how many appointments do you have a day now or no. before? Well, before and then now, because the only thing that's changed is your appointments per day. Before was around 28 to 32. Okay. So 28 to 32 appointments divided by six people mm -hmm. is I'm terrible at math, but it's three to four or something an hour for an eight hour day or something like that, which is a crazy amount of time to, you know, even if it would, they were all just oil changes, it's still, you know, you're still severely underbooked. Now, what are you doing today? We are overbooked, doing underbooked or overbooked. overbooked. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I misspoke probably. I, I meant to be overbooked. Like, now I, I'm here for we you. are you, 40 to 45 plus. That is redonkulous. Mm -hmm. That's numbers. Like we're, I know at, I know crazy. So, Besides the fact that we've got customers who are walking because what they have come to know to be comfortable with, to know that they will be taken care of properly, right. the time will be there for them, it's gone. So our CSI is being affected. Our scores suck. We're having people that are literally walking out before we even get to offer them something. Yeah, yeah. We have no time for upsells or to really pay attention to those cars which pisses off my techs because they take pride in what they do and it pisses us off because we take pride in what we do as writers. Yeah. But the problem is, and it's really, really difficult to say this, but we want to tell the new manager, this is not working. This is not the way that this should be handled. However, we have all kind of come to a realization that we need to let this guy shoot himself in the foot it because the the owners see this guy as the new golden God. This is the answer to all of our prayers. This is how we get more money. This is how we get more customers. This is how CSI increases. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so far, none of that has happened. So if we step in and we say, dude, you're effing up here, you're effing up there, you're effing up there, it's not going to get fixed because the man or, you know, ownership will never see that. So we kind of got to let him catch himself on fire. Because other than that, the numbers will show. The The problem is, is that if for whatever reason your team is able to make it work, you're only going to show a, a benefit, you know, a, a profit mm -hmm. off of that. You know, your, your profit margins are higher now than, than the last time. Mother of God. And, and so that's a problem right there because yeah. it may actually work short term, but then you're burning and your people out. That and dude, I, customers. I am. I, I even when I first came into this going from portering to writing when it was something that I had no idea about getting thrown in I was tossed to the wolves very very little you feel training like you can handle change. it's like that's fine I was able to pick it up real quick I felt confident in myself I have never been more emotionally and physically drained in just the past two weeks, you're, you're asking too much of the same. And that's where, and that is where the pull the pin and chuck the grenade attitude comes from. And he'll sit there and, you know, he'll watch and, you know, he'll be like, oh, well, what really ticked me off today? I think, I think it's good to point out to you that we've, we've had the same processes and service manager with the exception of, you know, big, um, computer system changes and mm -hmm. stuff like that. There hasn't been much structural change, but it worked. And the people who've been working in that building for the past 10 years haven't had a lot of change in the past 10 years. So to, to change everything is a shock and we have older people too. That's a shock. That's a mm -hmm. lot in a short period of time and I get making changes. I get making structural changes. Things need to be changed. Honestly, but, there are things that do need to be changed, but slow and the right way. It was everything at once. It wasn't, Hey guys, we're going to change this. Once we get comfortable and we figure it out, we will then go to the next step. 
The problem is with this manager is I, I like I've told before in previous episodes, which you got to listen to and they're available. Um, <laughs> Where he, there weren't soundboard sounds. <laughs> Hashtag sell the bell. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he even admitted to Ali, I'm a consultant. I don't stick around long. Well, not in in those words. Okay, but... To be fair. Yeah. Okay. Bottom (laughs) bottom of the line is, see how he didn't even deserve that? He doesn't. He basically told Allie, I don't don't stick around for long. I I don't like that attitude at all. I don't like that attitude He's like, I'm here to turn the dealership around, make them more money, and go to my next project. You know, that may work at other dealerships, but you don't know what our... What, what, are, what we're capable of, okay. we staffing location-wise. Right, so that is my... Your m- ideas may work for some other areas right. in the majority, but this isn't the majority of, the, of those areas. And that is my next point. Every single time we ask him a question or we have a objection to something he wants to do, he always goes, well, when I worked at this giant GM dealership or when I worked at this giant Infinity dealership or when I worked here. Have you looked this, around? This isn't a giant anything. Okay, I mean, so, and that's yeah. exactly. <laughs> hey, what are you trying to say? And he, he Your dealership's com- small as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and it's worked, though. It's the community likes us that way. Your two dealerships occupy like half the size of my one dealership. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So when we try and tell him it's like dude you are comparing apples to oranges in the worst way so that and he can't be wrong he's one of those mentalities he knows of course course. everything and the one your job is at stake (laughs) (laughs) so the one thing he told me today that really and i haven't even told you this ali podcast exclusive that really solidified like how I feel about this guy. So a lady comes in and we set her up for her 30 K. So one of the majors or one of the scheduled services, one of the bigger ones for the Mazdas. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The few things included and she wants to wait for the 30 K, which she came in for at 1115. So he has opened up our appointments also. What we used to do was from open at 7.30 all the way to 10.30, we could book however many appointments we felt comfortable with. We stopped taking appointments from 11 to 1 o'clock. That left to enough, catch up. That left us enough time to catch up. If you know we had a couple of ASAPs behind, get that, all the upsells. Yeah. 1 o'clock came around. The new wave came in. We were fresh, ready to go, and we were set. We now can take 11 o'clocks, 11.30s, and 12 o'clock waiters. When you guys are at lunch. When we are at lunch, yeah. waiters, because he says that we will keep a tech behind at all times. So he's going to stagger out. One of out. six. One of six. So there's that. So keep that in mind. This will continue here. One of six. So we had a lady come in for a major who was allowed to make an appointment at 1115 as a waiter for a major 30K. She comes in and we're like, hey, how's it going? And are you dropping it off to us? Uh, what's your plans? She's like, no, I'm going to wait. Okay, um, it's a possibility it's going to be, you know, three hours just because there's still stuff we're catching up on because of the new rules and all this. Right. And she gets upset and she's like, well, that's never how it's been. And, and we're like, well, we have new management and some things are changing and our manager is there listening. And she goes and she's upset and he walks up to us. Not that you're bus rolling or anything, but like, right. You need to leg- let the customer know legit- what's happening. Exactly. You know? Legitimately. It's like, we're under new management. There's going to be some tweaks. We're hoping to, you know, learn this with you and slowly get right. into yeah, it. Yeah. 60% so. of the time it works <laughs> every time. Very nice. So he turns to me and he goes, so what did you do wrong there? And I'm like, excuse me? Um, oh my God. God. So he goes, what did you do wrong there? Or what do you think you did wrong there? And I, I look, I'm like, excuse me, bitch. (laughs) So not verbatim, I'm assuming. Yeah, not verbatim. So I go, he wishes I'm not sure what you mean. And he's all like, so let's look at it this way. He's like, you didn't tell the customer what they needed to do. I'm like, what? And he's like, well, at other dealerships, and he he's big on this whole, I'm going to take you guys on a field trip to a different dealership, like across the way or over to Ford. Well, okay, so and I, know, I know the guy. And you're yeah. going to sit there and you're going to watch and you're going to see how awesome it is over there and what they figured out. 
So he goes, what you should have done was when you said that, you should have offered her the free Uber service that we has. The fact that at this time it's not going to work. And he's like, if you tell the customer and explain to them all of these things, they will then follow and listen to you. I'm like, what? Wait, so how did Maybe you sometimes, approach it? but not all. Not all the time. So he basically was like, well, if you told her to shut the hell up, quit your bitching, we'll get to it when you want and your car will be done properly, she'll be totally fine with it and she'll have a smile on her face. Kevin would love that if he was the customer in that situation. Yeah, fuck yeah. Just grab me by the hair and tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's that, man. And it's, it is foreign as hell. Hashtag said the bell. Um, <laughs> that the... The way that he is handling this is like a giant dealership. I get that. If we had your team and somebody came in for a major at 1115, maybe you have a couple of techs that stay, you know, stay behind. Maybe there's a couple of lube guys because there's nothing big to that. It's like replace some filters, torque down some bolts, do an oil change. Big deal. And that's fine. Well, and we're at capacity. We don't have any more open bays. Like that's what we can, that's the max. That is the max. And the other thing is we don't have parking. We literally have cars that are double laned out to the street because we don't have parking. So you get nothing. Yeah, you get nothing as far as parking. That's how we're doing it right now. Yeah. There are no available spots in the quote unquote service lot. And so everything that can't be parked in the lot stays in the service drive. So we're we're like, so we have three rows of cars in the service drive and each row can hold approximately five cars until it gets to the street. I would say that's pretty accurate with ours too. So we can have 10 lined up in the two lanes and then however many cars that we have parked in the back, we're swamped by oak trees. So it takes up a lot of our spot. We can't move them. Well, we can, but they're not going to spend the money to do so. (laughs) Um, It's actually illegal. You can move them. You have to get a very... Yes, it's very expensive. That's what I mean. They're just not going to yeah, spend the money. Yeah, let's just move a 150-year-old oak tree. It's going to be For no big For a couple million deal. dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it has been really rough. It's like I'm... The, the emails that we've gotten from people who are like, does it get better? Is, you know, I'm new at this. This whole entire thing. Oh, no. I'm circling back. I'm really circling back with this. It's like I'm realizing it's like, like I said, it was tough when I first started this. But I'm good at what I do. Not to toot my own horn, but I Cheat take it. pride in that. Yeah, you should. I am absolutely exhausted. And it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't. And it is sometimes, especially in your specific circumstance mm-hmm. with new management. Right. And it takes a while for everybody to kind of congeal mm-hmm. and learn how to intermingle and, you know, play everything out the, the way that it should be. Right. And he and he's it's unfortunate. Though. Right. And he's well, it's a little really different story on my end. We'll but, go into that later. Right. But it's you're different. It's you're a the, different. Story. You're the warranty facing. It's like he is legitimately working with you. Right. To try and make things more streamlined. Well, he's on not our, my boss. And, and but the that's way he's your see, boss. That's, we work together. That's the not, point. You are working he's together not above me. to try and streamline something. In his case, with being the service manager who knows everything, he is literally. This is what we are going to do. You guys are going to mold to it. And if you don't, you are going to be left behind. Do you? I still feel like it's too new to put any big judgments on it yet. Yeah. Like that may very well be so, but after but it, it is a lot of stress on you. It's a it on is everyone so in much. that that first day was interesting. Oh my god! I called, I, you know, I call everybody from time to time. Like, hey, what's the deal with this? Where's this? I need this. Blah blah blah. Bitch, bitch, bitch. Um, <laughs> that's a good. That's that's, that's a good warranty administrator who, could, who who knows what's going on. Um, and you know the morale was low that day that first day because it mm-hmm. because the two managers were there so we had the older manager and the newer manager on the friday before and then that monday hit and it was noticeable mm-hmm. it was noticeable my text didn't want to work mm. we didn't want to write the customers were pissed i mean dude i've got one of my shop foremans he walked out and he handed him four tickets at once He's, he's good. He can work. Don't get me wrong, but he's an older guy, but he's like, he walked in when he had gone to lunch, the manager. And he's like, dude, what am I supposed to do with four tickets? He's like, how am I, how am I supposed to be able to pay attention to all this? And all I could do was look at him and be like, I don't know, man. I, I really don't have an answer for you. 
None of this is logical to any of us. And he just walked away with his head down. And that sucks. My texts don't have drive. They're pissed. They're tired. They're confused. And, oh, my. And today at 1030, when we were trying to clean up on appointments, he found it a good idea to pull all of the techs off of their jobs. Everyone had beating. Everyone had a car in the air and all of them were waiters. And he called a fucking shop meeting on a Friday. On a Friday, it's and he talked planning. to them for 45 minutes. Not, I not had planning at all. Two of those cars were mine that were in the air. Both of those customers walked into my office and said, "What? why are they all standing over there in a group? And this is all in plain sight. This isn't like, let's go into the parts department where nobody can see us, or let's go all the way into the corner of a bay. This was right out in the open, dead center. Two customers. Why is my car not being worked on for 45 minutes while these people are all having a meeting? How the fuck do I answer that? That's Yeah, that's frustrating. Difficult answer. Oh, yeah! <laughs> and, and, and the crappy thing is, I could only tell them, that's our new manager, and he decided it was time for a meeting. Yeah, and I mean, that's difficult to... And uh, not know sorry. How to delegate something right, like and, that, and not to interrupt. If I sound like I'm but in a bit, go. <laughs> what? Said, but here I go. <laughs> but here I go. If I sound like I'm in a bit of a bad mood, I don't want to come across as that. It was just really <laughs> tough, and I've I've been wanting to get this across, and you know, share with our listeners and stuff like yeah, that. So how much of this are we going to have to edit out? <laughs> so I. It's it's a bit of therapy for me with this, so I really Absolutely. appreciate everybody who does listen to this. I promise, I still love everybody. I love doing this. I'm still Jake. Tell but us I how needed to... your shitty manager. Yeah. Well, <laughs> personally, we, we you. are the same humans as you guys. If anything, this is to prove we are in the exact same boat as everybody else. Yeah, nobody's better than anybody. Mm -hmm. But on that note, how about we get some more drinks? Let's take an ad break. Let's I'm grab ready. some drinks. Thank God. Yeah. In you a ready? van down by the river. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you. We're going to go to ad, and uh, we'll see you soon. Sal the bell. Bye. Mike, what are you eating? That looks amazing. Oh, this? It's just a delicious El Snor burrito from El Ranchito Taco Shop. Is that nacho cheese sauce and hot Cheetos? Nacho cheese, hot Cheetos, and their mouth-watering carne asada. And I'm dipping it in their creamy guac. Creamy guac. Oh. Yum. Giggity. I guess this is a great time to remind everyone that if they're ever in the Inland Empire area, visit Ray at El Ranchito Taco Shop. Yeah, totally. Check them out on Facebook.com forward slash Ranchito Elsinore. Or on their Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. Now I want me some Elsinore burrito and some of that creamy guac. Giggity. <laughs> I can always give you some of my creamy guac, Jake. Just ask. El Ranchito Taco Shop, Lake Elsinore. More than just great Mexican food. All right, we're back, and I wanted to talk to you guys today about. Oh, uh, I'm kind of thirsty. So are uh, you? Okay, I'm, fine. I'm you can interrupt well. me for a beverage. Oh, oh my God! Jake squirted everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> he got uh, it all over the couch. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so while Is Tessa back, like, what's happening here? <laughs> Tessa. Yeah. Tessa. Oh God! Spread his yeah, listening that's, seat. That's a callback. Spread my seed. So, so I'm gonna go, also go ahead and open up mine. Uh, I suggest everybody else opens up theirs as well. Um, <laughs> yes, that's good. That's good. Thank you. So, nice. <laughs> all right. Shit, I saw this week. Mm, so good topic. Think right. We all have seen some shit this week in what one is way in or the another. Dumpster. <laughs> oh it's yeah, the me. trash panda. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we uh, or I, I personally did deal with a trash panda this morning. It's uh, a raccoon ooh. for use, those of you who are not hip to uh, trash pandas. Trash pandas. Maybe that's a California thing. And for those of you I that know, watch, I think that's uh, just an internet thing. And those of you that watch uh, Bob's Burgers. Uh, what is it? Uh, King Trashmouth? King, King Trashmouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and his wife that I don't remember yeah, the fuck, name of. Fucking Linda. Yeah, I go, I go walk up to go open up the gate to the dealership early this morning. And, um, you know, it's like walk out of my truck. I'm fumbling through my keys to try and find the key to the lock for the gate. And... <laughs> <laughs> I looked at Kevin like, you better. <laughs> oh, I got gotcha. you. Mm. 
<sighs> Let me just get. Do you have to pee? Let me just take a moment to regain my composure. Um, <laughs> so I'm fumbling through my keys to go find the key to the gate and um, look up and I see, oh, there's something staring at me. Oh my God. Just that's a big rodent. Oh, that's not. That's that's a giant raccoon. Okay. <laughs> Do they have freaky little thumbs? That, their hands? That's legitimately, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, they have hands. I don't like yeah, their creepy little human hands. He, this guy was super cute. Monkeys don't bother me, though. You should be afraid. Well, you should be very, very afraid well, of monkeys. Monkeys They'll... are in the zoo. It's not no, like no, no, I'm going to no, have no, a no, monkey. No, they, well, they, they're not in the zoo. That's when you wear have to your pay. skin. Yeah. So, so <laughs> when I was in Thailand, hashtag sell the bell. I don't know why there was a bell rug, but wear your skin. That's a good one. <laughs> when I was in Thailand, the monkeys were. It was one of those where you're like, oh, oh cool. you have to confront the monkeys. Oh, like you're riding your scooter or whatever. And the monkeys come across the street and will strip you of everything that's <gasps> worth money or shiny or food or. That's scary. Helps you breathe or see. Yeah, no, they're crazy. Um, you basically look at them until they notice you. And then when they start mobbing and the other part of it, too, is like it's not four monkeys. It's 30 monkeys. Oh, it's a yeah. pack of monkeys. Yeah. And like if you smile, so you're like, oh, monkeys, you know, and your, that, your mouth is open. They think them. you're showing your fangs at them. So they get real oh, fucking aggressive. It's like an ag- yeah. Yeah. You have to basically just like look at them without any expression. <laughs> Jake. We're all doing it. Yeah. Mean mugging as fuck. Jake's showing aggression towards me. Right okay. Yeah. Well, my opinion Rest in on- peace, Harambe. Well, I was thinking like a cute little capuchin monkey or something. I'd rather something. have 30 raccoons than 30 monkeys. Wow. Yeah. I think raccoons can be good pets. I've seen some stuff yeah, on super Instagram. Cute. I want they're a pet skunk. Cute. Like oh, a D so a D sacked or stink sacked skunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they make un- awesome pets. Skunks, skunked, un- unsacked skunked. Wait. Yeah, say, the glands get remo- yeah. removed. So yeah, they can't so spray they can't you. spray you. And they make great pets. Like little cats. Yeah. Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. Pepe Le Pew. We don't talk about him anymore. Oh, Just yeah. canceled, Hashtags bro. Canceled. He got, the, <laughs> he got canceled because accordingly he was a bit of a right beast. Well, Pepe got like a me too'd, basically. <laughs> Pepe got me too'd. <laughs> um, so, speaking of cute things. That raccoon was Besides, cute. the raccoon was super cute. I saw a picture. We'll have to post it up. We will post the picture of the raccoon. I have another great picture. So I'll maybe we'll post it before the episode airs so you know what we're talking about. Sure. Maybe. We'll see. But I passed a very illogical door today, first of all. Let me describe this to you. It's the happiest door I've ever seen. It's, <laughs> it's, a happy door. It is a happy door. <laughs> so I'm on my way to my local favorite burger place that's adjacent to the dealership. Burger adjacent. <laughs> and um, it's like in a little back alley, and it's behind a Mercedes dealership. Okay. And it's that's not specific double at doors. all. It's double doors. Um, there's all kinds of Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. And it's also like two and a half stories off the ground. Yeah. So <laughs> it's double doors on a second story that go to nowhere. So in order, and there's one little window on each door. And then there's a chain to keep you from falling a story because two stories that's safe. and a half, two and a half, two and a half two stories, two and a half stories, and you apparently have some stories. <laughs> um, and so the safety chain, if you will, is the perfect smiley face on the side of this building. I, I saw the pictures and I'm, <laughs> I'm a big fan. It's, yeah, You guys will get to see it and laugh as well. It's fucking adorable. Every time I pass it, I'm like, it's the happy door. <laughs> they the they happy had door. the, and you know, probably the they had to lock and chain off that door because people were like, I hate this dealership. Oh, take me. No, and that's just, what they do with the texts that don't write good stories. Oh, they push them off the second yeah, story. Sorry, second and a half story. It's like all the monks walking <laughs> off the uh, mountain in uh, Monty Python's. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's my cute. Oh, you guys, it's so adorable. <laughs> it, it, people it will, people will see the picture first and then hear the episode. It's going to be great. It, They'll they'll love it. If it doesn't make you smile, you're blind. No friend of mine. You, you <laughs> yeah. are blind. I'm trying to think of so if I saw anything really crazy. 
I mean, I, I saw see. a legitimately mentally ill person at the dealership. It was super sad. She had to be like escorted away uh, you just yeah. get those people sometimes yeah. they're you know dealerships have she to heard about the sign then drive event to get into a jetta you turned her away and it just <laughs> drove her mad yeah well no it's it's no, this was no the joke, sign and drive then sign then drive <laughs> um crazy thing well we see squirrels wrestling <gasps> like Okay, I brought back a memory. The squirrels. Yeah. We have okay, so I have no life when I'm at the dealership <laughs> and I'm in the smoking area and there is a family huge super highway of <laughs> squirrels. We we're the dealership is backed up to an actual This is what you're here for, okay? My squirrel story. <laughs> I, I do enjoy I the squirrel say, stories. That's what I appreciate about you. Squirrely Dan. The squirrel Please is kind of my spirit animal. Tell me one of them is named Squirrely Dan. <laughs> yes, of course. Well, well, after you brought that now, up, and obviously we had to name one Squirrely Dan. Okay, good. We have uh, Squirrely Dan, Mr. Wiggles, rest, rest in, in peace. peace. Um, and he had a did you find Mr. Wiggles? Yeah, you... Mr. Mr. Wiggles has a ner- no. He just wasn't around anymore, and he had some kind of like Spe- for sure neurological. Speaking about raccoons, issue. It uh, was, was he like Doctor Katz? He was just like constantly like <laughs> yeah, and it, Michael and J. It got Fox. Progressively oh, worse, and he would be like, <laughs> "Thanks, Earl. Call back." Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Earl. He would be hopping from limb to limb, and he just couldn't do it nimbly, anymore. Nimbly. Am I hopping from out of the am I hopping all, from branch to branch, all nimbly bibbly like a cat? <laughs> do I drink milk from a saucer? No. <laughs> but uh, the like she's saying, the dealership, the back of the bays on the Mazda side, is backed up against a residential. There's a bunch of uh, apartments, like a condo complex, yeah, condos, apartments, and the giant. You know, uh, concrete walls is this quote unquote uh, squirrel superhighway. Squirrel superhighway. <laughs> <laughs> they, they jam down there. The information superhighway. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like Elon Musk's bullet train idea, but with squirrels. Uh, <laughs> well, where do you exactly. think the idea came from? <laughs> Just sitting there on Joe Rogan pocket. Super squirrel highway. <laughs> <laughs> So it, that's like an everyday thing. It, it's at any time when you're back there having a smoke, they are beating the living hell out of one another. It is just like five squirrels in one ball of fury, just absolutely destroying themselves. Like what? Like, please do not come. Please do not come. I'm going to come. <laughs> <laughs> do not come. Please do not come over here. Do not come. Wait. I'm going to come. What, what is that? Is that from? Yeah. That hold on. Like hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I don't like let's, it. Let's, let's give it. It's, it's one and then the other. So, Kevin. I'm going to come. Do not come. Oh, my God. I know what that is. That is. Uh, oh, my God. It's uh, Kamala Harris is the girl voice. Kamala Harris. Kamala, whatever. Kamala, say it Camel right. toe. Jesus. That's camel toe. Kamala. Yeah, you know he knows how to say it, it's, but he goes out of his way to say it incorrectly. Yeah, yeah the exactly. Pound the libs. Pound the libs. <laughs> and the other one is Trump. Do not come. I'm going to come. Oh, my God. <laughs> you son of a oh bitch. I'm in. So when you put them together, it sounds hilarious. It oh. took me a lot of work to put those Wait, together. How did you? I that, don't even want to dude, see you are, into your brain. I am so glad to call you my friend as a meme lord because <laughs> I know you know where to find them. What does high score mean? <laughs> plenty of more surprises. <laughs> Please don't come. I'm going to come. Please <laughs> do not come. I'm going to come. I don't like that. that do not come. Sounds I'm like gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! Why don't, you, uh, why don't you go ahead and give us a do? Uh, do not come. Yes, yeah, do that real fast. Do not come. Do and not come. Do not come. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this is funny. Do you understand? It does like, sound I like first, her. Oh my yeah, god! So apparently, I sound like our first female vice president. Good for you, Kamala. Harris coming from the liberal. Uh, <laughs> do not. This come. is not a political podcast. No, it is not do by not any sense. Was it her? Do not come. Do not That's come here for for politics. I'm gonna come. <laughs> Wait, that's not what, is that what he said? That's what she said. Uh, he says, I'm going to come. Oh, ew. I'm going to come. <laughs> I'm going to come. You know what? You know what? Touche, but how dare you? Oh, my God. That, that was hilarious. Were those the two surprises right there? Those were the two surprises. Yeah, that, so you like. You're trying uh, to fit it in? Yeah, I was really <laughs> that's trying. That's what she said. <laughs> that's, a, that's a stretch. 
That's what she said. Phrasing. Oh man, that's so good. So to uh, to split off here. Because I remember oh, you. Boy. Well, no, 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 no. It's like you said. This is not a political podcast. <laughs> Thank um, goodness. Yeah, no, not going there. Uh, however, that one picture I showed you that looked like Donald Trump Jr. riding an eagle, I'm, I zoomed in on that. That was definitely not Donald Trump Jr. I don't Jr. know. We're not yeah, posting it. No, We're not that, posting that one's, it. That one's not posted. If you don't know, don't post it. <laughs> if you don't know, don't internet. post. Yeah. Um, but what you were talking about and to kind of, like I said, split off to a different conversation trying to have customers where you have to try and explain to them in the nicest dumbest or dumbed down ways that the reason their car is not working is because of their driving habits oh yeah so this I, is something that happens a lot in both of my car lines because of people like to drive with two feet yeah so the, the two-footed driving is certainly a problem but um i just i don't understand what happened <clears throat> between the cars of what we would consider yesteryear and today's cars and the driving habits of people, but people drive horribly these days. Yeah. It's really bad. And so with all the new technology and stuff like that, yep. you it's have supposed to make it easier. The new technology is supposed to make it easier, but if you're giving the vehicle, you know, 35,000 inputs at one point in time, mm -hmm. the vehicle has no idea what's what going to do. on mm -hmm. and what's, what to do. So we had a, um, a customer that came in with a complaint of, oh, uh, you know, in the morning or whatever, uh, the, the vehicle drives harsh and it shifts funny and lack of power and surging and all sort of stuff. And so I had already looked at this vehicle a number of times and um, I was never able to duplicate anything with it because I either wasn't driving it the exact way the customer drove mm -hmm. it or it wasn't <clears throat> the same ambient temperatures, things like that, same driving conditions. Um, but I go in and I road test with the the customer. Mm -hmm. And I, again, it's like, oh, well, um, you know, you're not driving it like the way that I do or, or, or it only happens first thing in the morning. Right. And so I, you know, we have the customer come down multiple times and come road so test. So do you with have me. him like, okay, if we're not going to start it, like here's the first start you drive it to try and duplicate yeah. it. Yeah. They came down, we hopped in the car first thing in the morning and I had them come down early. So that ambient temperature was, you know, cold, but mm -hmm. just like simulating what they do normally. And they have these concerns. Customer states. <laughs> so, Sell the bill. Customer states. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, every time that I'm driving the vehicle, you know, to try and duplicate the concern with the customer, the concern never happens, but well, when, now I'm not going to do it. <laughs> when the customer got in the driver's seat and drove the vehicle with me, the concern was happening. Mm -hmm. So it's not anything wrong with the vehicle. The vehicle works. Everything you're doing is bad. Yeah. <laughs> the you vehicle works perfectly fine, but it's just the way that you're operating it. And, and that makes it have this problem. And there's like, a really hard, you know, yes, the vehicle should work for anybody that gets in it. But if, you know, if you're on and off the gas pedal a whole bunch and, you know, surging on it, you know, just like we all know that one person that, you know, you get seasick driving on the freeway oh, with the person because yeah. they're always on and off the gas pedal. It's like your head's going to hit the dashboard. Things, things like, like that, you know, it's, it's not that you have to be trained how to drive the vehicle. It's just you can't drive poorly. And so there's no real gentle way to tell a customer like, I'm sorry, but you're just you're just driving the vehicle wrong. Mm -hmm. You're operating the vehicle wrong. Yep. That doesn't make sense to somebody. And I can understand being told that, like, what do you mean I'm driving wrong? I've been driving like this forever. Well, this vehicle is different than your last, last vehicle. vehicle 30 years ago. Yeah. And so now this vehicle expects people to be driving a certain way because that's how it's designed to be mm -hmm. driven like this, blah, blah. blah. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, it's a difficult spot to put somebody in. And so how to, do you approach it? Like when you do does it just depend on it depends i mean it's a very like very gently <laughs> yeah well no not only that but it's a very like you know specific to this sort of person you know if i'm dealing with you know a, an older lady or a young kid sure. or a, you know a, a big burly man or something like that it's not it's not that the answers are different it's just how do you approach it and you know you just kind of have to tell a person like, well, the vehicle is expecting you to do this because of the adaptive learning processes. And if you don't do that, then it has these adverse effects. And if you drive it in this sort of fashion, 
all the time by giving it too many inputs on and off, you know, brake, gas, brake, gas, brake, gas, like in stop and go traffic, it'll develop a certain condition for, uh, you know, a few hundred miles until you stop driving it in that fashion, you know, stop and go traffic. So like, it's normal for these things to happen. The vehicle's constantly trying to learn and adapt to how, you, you know, your driving habits it, it's not only sensing your driving habits, but it knows like what speeds you're going at, what you know things you're doing. So it's trying to always get the best fuel economy, the best performance, the best feel out of the vehicle for you. Mm-hmm. And it's just hard for the vehicle to do all these things, especially mm-hmm. if you're giving it way too many inputs. And I've talked about that before. Yeah, you know, yep. I mean, it's honestly you Cannot you compete. are a giant input to the computer, and the vehicle is a computer, and it's just. It, it, it boggles the mind for, for like to, to break it down. There's, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 different modules in some of our fancier vehicles. Yep. And everything's got to talk to each other and everything's got to line up perfectly. And it's just absolutely asinine to think that anybody can get into a vehicle and just make it work properly. Right. The way it should be, though. Yep. It, 100%. It should work like that. Yep. But, but there's all kinds of different people. There's all kinds of different cars. Like People are people. Yeah. Hundred percent. We are well, but mortals. So we we had a guy either last week or the week before. He got himself a brand new Miata, and they don't have a turbo option for the Miata. Mm-hmm. But if you do certain things, it kind of sounds like it has a turbo. It's just the way that the airflow works, the intake, all that. Just oh, okay. The throttle body. It's just the way that it sounds. So he calls. And he goes, this is before we ever saw the car. He's like, so when I'm when I'm driving the car and like when I first, you know, get into it and go to accelerate, it kind of makes a no, we're like, and he does just like that when over the we, phone. Yeah, because he, he's blipping the throttle. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. Oh, I what? Know what does yeah, this mean? Exactly. So he goes, it, it just, it sounds weird. It just sounds like it's sucking air from somewhere. We're like, okay. And we're like, well, you can, we didn't even make an appointment. We're like, are you in the area? And he's like, yeah, I'm right down the street. So we're like, you know what? Come on down. Yeah, exactly. Show us what's going on. Bring on down, bring it on down. We're a little slow right now. We'll check it out in the drive. And sure enough, he pulls up. And thankfully that day, because a lot of the times when you have people that have those noises, they're all like, well, other ones don't do this. Or I've never heard this in the three years that I've had or whatever the case. I love that. So thankfully we had. Other Miatas there that were getting worked on. They were the same year, same trim, same everything. Oh, you mean the uh, Shmiata? The Shmiata. The Shmiata. The uh, Regatta. Um, so. Stigmata. <laughs> Stigmata. So. <laughs> so Mother I, of God. Mother of What are you blathering about? So he brings it in and he, you know, I walk out and I'm like, this has got to be the guy. I'm like, so. It's uh, making a weird noise on you, man. He's like, yeah, it's super weird. And I'm like, do you have to be driving to have this happen? Or can you keep it in park and make it happen? He's like, no, I can keep it in park and make it happen. I'm like, okay, why don't you go ahead and do it for me? Yeah, let me let my technician come out and take a look at it. Tap, tap, tap on the accelerator. He's like, yeah, it's like, aha. It's like, dude, it's just your your throttle body. It's your intake. Do you happen to have a cold air intake on this vehicle? (laughs) So sure enough, he's like, but I've had this car forever and I've never heard it. I'm like, dude, it's, it's always done it. You recently turned the stereo down. (laughs) (laughs) So we're all, and he's like, well, I don't really hear it driving. I'm like, yeah, these cars are sit on the ground. They're made out of nothing. Of course they're loud. You're not going to be able to hear anything. And we're like, but trust us, this is the noise the car makes. He's like, oh, no. So that's my next step. I'm like, okay, if you don't want to believe me, I'll bring out my shop foreman. Bring him out. Let him listen. He's like, oh, yeah, man, that's just your intake or your throttle body. It's like, that's just the engine sucking air. I've never heard that. Blah, 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 blah. The like, engine is a giant vacuum. Pump. Exactly. So So did you claim it under warranty? No. Dear God, <laughs> I'm, no. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not making a joke. No, we didn't even write a ticket for this. So there are no problem found. Yeah, but you can't write a ticket for that. Not no. for that. You no. actually do have to spend some time. But you could have put the test drive on it. You could have. But that's the thing, we too. We didn't test drive. It's not worth it. It literally sat in sure. the drive. But sure. either way. So, of course, he's like, no, 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 no. That can't be. It's just mine. I, I want to write it. I want you guys to bring it in to look at it. Well, I need to have something written down right. that it, proves that my car was here for this Exactly. Issue. I'm like, you know what, man? I'll do you one better. I've got your exact same car right there. Oh, dude. Will, come see me. I have a printout for you. What? Legit. On the no problem founds. He had two today that he could have flagged. Oh, he right. Didn't. Hey, Will. There's. Thanks for listening, dude. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Will, for listening. I'm sure I'll meet you at some, at some point. But uh, 
there are actually things for no problem found. <gasps> However, um, I try to not put too many of those through the shop because it you makes are, you, look bad. Yeah, and there are... Um, also, it's just a lot of like mess and confusion of... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I kind of like want to talk to you about this because I do have some Diag situations because Volkswagen's way different from Mazda when it comes to Diag. Mazda? Claiming Diag. So, um, Bef- it's really, oh, oh before, sorry, before we continue, just to end this, we pull around that yeah, same Miata. You finish your thought. What, yes, what I can. podcast do you yeah, think exactly. this is? We, <laughs> well, it's funny. It, 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 <laughs> we pull around the Miata, the exact same one. And we're like, sit in it. He's like, what? Like, yeah, sit in it. It's like, it's another customer's, but it's fine. Sit in it. Do the same thing. Well, no, it doesn't feel right. Sit in the fucking Miata. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he almost lost her dream. <laughs> you guys silly? I'm still going to send it. You're, you're going to clean and, that up, by the way. And, and sure enough, he taps. He's like, oh, wow, they do do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I had one in here. Man, so this is a bullet oh, my point. my nose. That tried to come out my nose. I'm not even joking. <clears throat> do not come. <laughs> do not come. I'm going to come. Out my nose. <laughs> Uh, so I had one in here where I had talked about that exact same thing. Um, you know, we had talked about uh, when Kevin was talking about his uh, headrest rattling mm, yes. and going yes, to the yes, yes, dealership, yes. right? So um, we had talked about bringing out the customer to another vehicle. Well, I had the exact same thing. Customer has a, a new Raptor and he's worried about, he thinks he's got turbo rattle. And I try to tell the customer, um, in, in, you know, two visits ago, this is normal. Like we know, we know that these things make noise. If you flip the throttle, things like that, the wastegates actuate. This electronic wastegate actuators, blah blah. There's like a bunch of stuff that goes on to make you be able to blip the throttle. Blip. And so I, he still wasn't happy, and he was complaining about it again. So I went up to sales department, and I found two keys to two brand new vehicles, and mm-hmm. I showed him on this two new vehicles, just like his, with approximately the same mileage. Listen, it does the exact same thing this is normal compared to another vehicle. So that's a huge thing that, you know, is nice again, to be able to work at the dealership and say like, Hey, this is just like every other car. Mm -hmm. This is how it works. This is how it sounds. It's fantastic. Yeah. And when you, when you literally can be like, well, look, it's the same one you have. And it's not like you're trying to shine on the customer. It's just like, no, there's of nothing, course not. you know, I can replace everything on your car. I can give you a brand new car. In mm-hmm. fact, here's a brand new car completely different car and it still makes the exact same noise that your car's making Mm -hmm. that's the way it's supposed to make vehicle operating as designed yeah when compared to a like vehicle yeah normal characteristic when compared to like vehicle Mm -hmm. that's that has to be included on the vw verbiage Uh, or no problem that's a huge one Mm -hmm. mr ac next to me saw Mm -hmm. a quote quote meme in my life at a car dealership oh yes where he has been using the lines every once in a while where you know this is a problem found, blah, 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 blah. It was a normal operation. Customer educated. Oh. That's, mm. <laughs> I don't know. That might come back to bite you. They get a copy of that. It's they very, it's very funny, copy. but. He's done it. He's done it a couple of times and he's just like. Yeah, advised customer. That's, that's what I write. I, you know, advised right. customer to do this or, or advised right. customer that. This customer made, educated. Yeah. Customer. I schooled that bitch. Yeah, like, like, that's what that breaks right down there. to. Yeah, that's what it breaks down to. 60% of the time it works every time. Oh my gosh. If I saw that, I would laugh. Oh yeah. If I I would not see that though. I have I seen would firebomb some. my dealership if I saw that on the <laughs> fucking would. work order. I, well, honestly, I would Fallujah my <laughs> Well, I mean sometimes. I would sometimes. Mi- I would mismanage my fireworks factory <laughs> if I saw that shit. Oh, speaking of fireworks, and yeah. I this still kind of involves cars because yeah, did you have like uh, a crazy fireworks experience over the uh, holiday? Yeah. Right? Yeah, of the course. Well, well, no, but I mean, what happened, you know, before it was because it kind of includes cars. Did you guys see that whole story of how L.A. Bomb Squad, you know, found all the fireworks and put them in the truck that has the, you know, yeah, explosive the tank in it was destroyed what? and it 
blew it to pieces and wrecked the surrounding neighborhood and like injured yeah, 17 that, people. Yeah, that was before the 4th of July. That was like last week. No, I realize, but I'm saying speaking of fireworks, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Speaking of fireworks and it involves vehicles. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys hear about this? <laughs> oh, uh, yes, I did. That was major news. I saw I saw like a uh, Dude, a, a picture the of, of the of the whole bomb squad truck like blown up. I was like uh, it, isn't that what that truck's designed outside, for? Guys. <laughs> yeah, it, well, okay, and that's the other thing. It's like, so this was apparently just from some dude's garage of a bunch of, like, fire or fireworks that they had. This thing's supposed to, like, handled, handle improvised explosives, C4, pipe bombs, this type of stuff, and you're telling me some stuff from... We just on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you're, te you're telling me that the stuff that, you know, Steve across the street went to Pahrump, Nevada to go grab fireworks, completely decimated well, this truck. Well, thank God our good friend isn't, uh, <laughs> isn't on that list of stuff. <laughs> well, you know, those trucks are designed to... to be impervious to explosions on the outside. Right. But when you have that truck full of shit sealed, that's where you start to get into some trouble. Then Wait, you get so some boom boom. It, that they, gas they has to go somewhere. Yes. They put it inside of the truck to do a controlled demolition to get rid of it. Dude, where's your freaking sound effect right now? What sound effect? Effect? Which one? Nicole Fowl. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, nothing is fucked here. <laughs> <laughs> It, but I, my buddy showed me that video, and I'm like, oh my god, they You're gonna have really, to share that to oh me. Yeah. I haven't seen it. They really did that. Oh, I didn't see a video of it. Oh, you didn't see the video of the no, truck? I, oh, no, I dude, saw we'll, a picture of like after the fact. Well, like, I'll see if I can. Carnage. I'll see if Once I can the get that up. Comes, we'll watch it. That sounded weird. I, we ordered chicken for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll send you. Back back. Time. <laughs> I'll send you the uh, send you the video so we can post that in case anybody didn't see that from the previous weeks. That'll just be fun to have anyways on the site or on the Facebook. Well, but I'm going to go back and revisit it quite often. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is. They they put it in and the truck was there and they blew it up and it absolutely split the truck into pieces. Oh, my God. It hurt like actual civilians. Oh it no. hurt ATF agents. It I'm going to come. Bombs. Oh, my God. <laughs> do no. not come. <laughs> no, do not come. Say that again. I'm going to come. <laughs> do not come. <laughs> No, that was a soundboard, Ali. You say it. <laughs> Do not come. <laughs> Do not come. Man, that is the only reason you can tell that it's the soundboard is because it has like yes. the yeah. yeah yeah. It's gonna be the best, greatest comedy I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> but little bit of news, like uh, or previous news, I guess if I'm gonna be exact. Of, yeah, we're not still, always up to date. It's still it still involved cars or a car, and it got wrecked. So I'm like, eh, we can work it's a it vehicle. in. Vehicle. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. Oh, we didn't say everything in the crazy. talking about everything in the automotive industry today. In the in the oh, we, we miss we missed our tagish line. Uh, Welcome intro. to welcome to customer states. We're talking about everything in the automotive industry. <laughs> there, there you go. Yeah. All right, Do, cool. not <laughs> Do not come. Do not come. We're gonna get messages from this episode. Like, why did Ali say that so many times? <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly have a feeling that people are probably gonna be. Oh my God! Sound bite it. Sound bite it. <laughs> it's already. When uh when we were on break and we were out back, you you said that you had something to talk about warranty, or did I overhear that wrong? I mean, I always have something to talk about uh, warranty, but if it's uh fun to talk about or funny is a different story. You no, still I'm gonna publicly call out Sam right now because Sam, you need to A listen to I'm... this podcast, but also <laughs> answer your phone. <laughs> also answer your phone because I was trying to get you on tonight. Oh uh, yeah. So. I wanted to ask you a question, Sam. I've never met you before. I still want to go have sandwiches. Sandwiches of Sam? Sam-witches? Sam-witches. Hey, who who was the writer that was like, oh my God, It's I know who you are. You're the voice. Who that's, was that? That's Allie. That's, oh, duh. Right. That's the other, uh, that's your Allie. Yeah. The other Allie. She's awesome. She seems, she, she seems pretty that cool. Kind of <laughs> Who's the guy that she was working with? Kind of a bigger guy. Israel. Uh, Israel. Oh, it's Israel. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Mike knew. Or Kevin, whoever you are, you're one in the same. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mike, oh, Mike yes, and Kevin. People often, often confuse me and Kevin. <laughs> you're in the same room. Yeah, who said that? 
<laughs> I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> just, just me. I'm just. He's just trying to make me feel better. What? Uh, out of out of curiosity, what were you going to uh, ask Sam? Oh, I was going to ask her how she closes the R. If she closes the ROs prior to making a claim. Oh, oh I hit right. the microphone. I so got the very topic excited. for next we're week. About yeah, we get Sam on. Sam, this is a personal call out. Yeah, I'm curious. And that's another thing, too. Like, I, I will legitimately force her to listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I will find a Bluetooth speaker and hide it right by her desk. She's not going to be able to turn it off. It's just like, <laughs> like that damn noise thing you oh, had like taped the underneath. The, the, oh, my beep. God. Thanks, thanks, Terry. Yeah, thank yeah, you, I Terry. I still have fucking art herpes all over the house. Art herpes, there are that's what it was called. All everywhere. I could think of was, what was it? Uh, like stripper dander. I forget <laughs> what I called it last Terry, time. Terry, you got yours coming. Don't worry, buddy. <laughs> we yeah. got something special planned. Be, be cautious with every package. All of your envelopes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those ones where you break it open and it's just a spring which is... Right like the, are you talking not about come. like the peanuts, like the snake that comes out of the peanuts container? No, those those like birthday cards you can get for people where it's like if you literally open it, there's a spring in the dead center that has a little oh. plastic thing filled with glitter and it just pounds you right in the face. I'm going to come. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the bell, Kevin. Bring the bell. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I'm so sorry. Job. I love this job. Oh my god. Do not come. <laughs> it's really fun to do. I'm sorry. Man, that's funny. Okay. Well, uh, oh, I guess we should end on a high note because oh, that was are, fantastic. You guys are just going to fuck the rest of this episode up if you let it go. So. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin, for your vote of approval. The producer, awesome. Mother of God. Thanks to all the listeners because I was not having a good day and I always love doing this and I'm in a great mood now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. tell us about your, your stories so we can... Um, Feel you guys. Yeah, Mike, like, why don't you, uh, I love feeling you guys. So. I love feeling you guys. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> please, please tell us your stories. Mm -hmm. Continue to send us in comments. When you guys receive your hashtag sell the bells, send a picture of it in its native new native environment and how it's working out for you. Uh, and, I post it on the on our Facebook page. Send us an email. And now's a good time to talk about our good friend Dale Follett. He is the man behind our hashtag sell the bell little plastic uh, 3D printed project. Um, he designed and printed it for us. Um, I, I couldn't thank him enough, and so we're thanking him now again. Uh, please go ahead and check out his website, twistedbills.com. Uh, he does all sorts of 3D printed things, as well as custom car parts, car modifications, things like that. Um, he's got a YouTube channel. Um, when you go to twistedbills.com, for sure click on the link that says what is twisted builds it's got a great video kind of shows you what uh what he's all about and um you know i cannot thank him enough and uh curious enough he even does website design um you can find us on facebook at uh, facebook.com slash customer states podcast uh you can email us at customer states podcast at gmail.com which also just happens to be our paypal we need the money. <laughs> money. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at customer underscore states. Um, and again, honestly, we love all of your guys' comments and feedback, positive or negative. Yeah, Christian, good, we heard you. Good, bad, and different. Um, you know, uh, again, I, I just cannot thank everybody enough. Um, you are why we do this. Yeah. Uh, you can also find us at uh, anchor.fm. And again, we are available on like eight major streaming platforms right now, which Ooh. include uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, no, not Pandora yet. Not We're Pandora. working on that. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Cast, Breaker, Radio Public. Uh, just Stitcher. Yeah, pretty much anywhere where you find something and where you find something. Yeah. <laughs> and and more ways to listen to follow. And we're yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're glad you like the bells. Hashtag sell the bell. Sell the bell. Love you. Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, Nick's got what I need on tap. Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States Podcast. 
And then you can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.